Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by actor, author, filmmaker, voice actor, and game show host. You've seen him on Knott's Landing, Jack of All Trades, Xena, Hercules, Burn Notice, and a movie that was the best-selling video of 1983, beating The Shining. That low-budget film created the Evil Dead legend. He's no one's sidekick. We welcome Bruce Campbell. Good morning. Hey, uh, boy, you mentioned Knott's Landing. That's a good one. That's a... That was my first television, first uh, foray into television, and I was mortified. Bruce, let's go beyond the mic. You're taking the Bruce-Arama tour to 22 cities in April. Is the tour, last fans standing and everything all about it, more fun for you or the fans? Um, Maybe after 22 cities, it won't be fun at all for me. But, (laughs) you know, it's the first time we're doing a, a bus tour of four smelly guys on a bus sleeping in bunks punching each other in the face. So I don't know, man, this could be a bad idea, but hopefully it's fun for everybody equally. Let's just, let's go with that. I think the fans, if they show up, this is your chance to try and be a trivia king. You know, a lot of these people think they, they know all there is about sci-fi, horror, fantasy. Well, come on down, give it a shot because anybody who walks in the theater can win the whole thing that we don't vet anybody. There's no early rounds. There's 21st questions that are multiple choice, and the people who are the most accurate and the fastest get up there, the top four, and then they whittle each other down until there's one last fan standing. And we give, we, we actually have some swag this time because uh, it's tied in with Evil Dead Rise, which is coming on the 21st. They're actually going to get some cool swag, which our, our, our prize has always kind of sucked before this but now we got some better stuff you can win fabulous prizes that's right you've embraced your fans like few stars why was that important for you you might as well because you can't get rid of them (laughs) i mean what's awesome about it is that we're in the next generation of fans now you know all the original guys who saw evil dead they're all geezers now with teenage kids (laughs) surly teenage kids so you know my dad was in advertising he was a detroit madman for 35 years and his take was you know, you can do the best work imaginable, but if nobody sees it, what's the point? And so by, you know, the fans, they are your clients, really. That's how I refer to them. They're my clients. And, and you know, you can piss them off too. Easy, real easy. I've done it multiple times. But, you know, what it is, I think it's just effort. It is if you if you try and perform for them, like you, you want them, yeah, I want them to enjoy you the movies and TV shows that we do. It's, it's important for us that they get a kick out of it. And for some reason, horror fans are very, they're kind of shy. Mostly they're very tattooed, very pierced, but they're pretty loyal. It's amazing when they like something, they, they really like it. So I don't know. The, the short answer is I have no idea. As executive producer to Evil Dead Rise, how did you think Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan took your love of this franchise and horror to a new level? They embraced it. They would do what I called leaning into it. They didn't just show up to work. They, they owned it. You know, uh, that mom, mom's a pretty good demon. I'm not going to lie to you. So the, the subtitle should be when moms go bad, you know, and, and the new heroine. So it, those were two very difficult roles to pull off the main baddie and the main goodie. And that it's really challenging. And you got to get through that too. You have to get through all the fake blood and still bring a performance out of it because most of the time you're so miserable. You don't even know what your name is. Bruce, you once said, quote, Hollywood is a very fickle mistress. She's never happy. You can no. never put in enough time on quote. Mm-hmm. How is your 
time in Hollywood changed you? It hasn't changed me at all. That's the beautiful thing because I don't spend time there. Uh, I, I've, I've lived there for a brief period early on because as a young actor, you kind of have to be available for auditions and stuff. But as soon as I could get out, I bailed in 98. I looked at a piece of paper and I said, where did I work this year? 70% of it was not even in Los Angeles. So I'm like, I'm going to get the hell out of there. So I bailed to Oregon and uh, I've been hiding out there ever since. Well, Bruce, it's time for my game show. It's time for the Rocky Nate. It's eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Yay. Bruce, what was the longest ride you've ever done? Oh, a pretty good one. It's uh, probably 25, 30 miles over the course of a, a day. And we have a place called the Ashland Loop Road. It's a 25 mile service road that goes way back in the middle of freaking nowhere. And that's why I bought an electric bike so I could get my geezer ass up that hill. What was the best thing about Western Michigan University other than leaving? Uh, no, that was it, leaving. Favorite horror film you didn't act in? The Exorcist, the original. It's a classic. Very good choice. Who is the co-star that you would always make time for a drink with? Co-star, geez. I mean, uh, Jeffrey Donovan from Burn Notice, we got along. We were kind of like, I was like his older brother. So we, we, we spent some quality time together. What's your favorite drink? Uh, I'm a tequila whore. You can never whore that much. <laughs> Last show you binge-watched? Um, succession. It's fantastic. What's the best present you ever been given from your brother? From my brother? Yep. From I gave him the best present. He didn't give me the best present. I gave him a present of a gas mask and a chemical warfare uh, instruction manual written in Russian that had a bullet hole through it <laughs> that I gave him from working in Sofia, Bulgaria. What's your handicap in golf? My handicap is I broke my leg on the golf course. Wow. Yeah, no, my hand, you know, if I find my ball, that's a good shot. Have you ever used a Chuck Finley-esque alias when trying to be low-key in public? Yeah, Chuck Finley. How did the pandemic change the way you think of your craft? Uh, I just got a lot of writing done, so it, it actually worked out <laughs> It worked out fine. But, you know, the pandemic, what it does is it just, it further exacerbated the process of making a movie was really clunky when you had to do the mask thing and disinfectant, then you had to stay over here and stay over there. You had zones, A zone, B zone people. But the one thing I will say about my own industry, they are good at tap dancing. We are survivors. Even though we were deemed non-essential, which I find an insult. Uh, what did people do during the pandemic? Watch every movie ever made. You know, we had to play catch up after that because there was nothing else for people to watch. Actor Bruce Campbell joins us beyond the mic. And Bruce, it's time for one big question. How did your dad's encouragement of your career from the original car commercial you guys did together to everything else along the way change your life? It's critical um, for art, artist types. You know, you got to have people who support you. This isn't going to just fall off the truck like you want it to. Uh, my parents were the first investors of the Evil Dead. You know, they put in 10 grand in 1979, which was, you know, more than 10 grand. That's a lot of money. And thankfully, they it came out well for them. I mean... Everybody who invested in Evil Dead, they're probably up to 30, 40 times their money now, I would think. So, but it was, my my dad was a, he wanted to be a painter and his dad worked for Alcoa Aluminum in Detroit. He's like, you're not going to do that. Here's what you're going to do. So my dad got into advertising because he thought it was going to be creative, but didn't really satisfy him. So he became an actor in a local community theater group that I went to see him when I was a kid. I'm like, hey, what's this part of my dad that I 
didn't know anything about it. It looked like, it looked like he was having a lot of fun. And that's kind of what started. So I gave him tons of credit. My dad, I consider him a go-betweener. Like the generation of my grandfather, you just worked at Alcoa Aluminum. You didn't have to like that job. Shut up and do the job. My dad was of the next generation of like, hey, maybe I can do something that I might actually like for a living. You're on the road with a 22-stop tour in April. When you go out on the road, what's your best road trip snack other than tequila? Uh, I would say celery and peanut butter. He loves Shemp from the Three Stooges, wants you to watch Evil Dead Rise at a theater near you, see the Bruce-Arama tour, and play Last Fan Standing. Get all the details at bruce-o-rama.com. Bruce Campbell, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that, my friends, a little bubble hotel there. Thank you, John. Is a Beyond the Mic shortcut. Cut.